love my job modeling, but the urge is fierce to prove to everyone, including my father, that I can be more than just a mannequin. I know Heather feels the same. Neither of us is willing to compromise on our dream. And on top of that, neither are we prepared to accept any funding from our fathers. Heather's dad is minted too, not as minted as mine, granted. Not many are, if any, in London. But he's obscenely wealthy, nevertheless. We have a meeting with my agent tomorrow. She has a few things to run over with us. I'll be there, she smirks and points at my bags. What have you been buying since the Camille Logan and Heather Porter fashion range isn't yet available? You do realize that we'll only ever be able to wear our own label when it's available. The thought thrills me. Picking out fabrics. Coming up with designs. Creating good quality, affordable pieces. Fashion moves too fast for women to spend a fortune on the latest trend. Just a dress for Saffron's 25th birthday party. I grab my purse from my bag. And some fabric I picked up in Camden that I want you to look at. It'll make an amazing dress. I have the design in my head already, and I just know Heather's dressmaking skills will do it justice. Iced tea? Please. She is riffling through my bags before I make it into the cafe, still feeling the strain of my overindulgence on Tuesday night, my skin less radiant and soft. I grab a bottle of water to accompany my iced tea and chug it down before I make it to the counter. I need hydration, and maybe a facial. Jesus, I'm twenty-five. And I already feel like I'm past it where the social life in London is concerned. I'll have a regular iced tea and a regular lemon iced tea, thank you, I say to the girl across the counter as I go to my purse and pull out a tenner. Oh, and the water. Oh my God! God, she gasps, knocking me back a few paces. You're Camille Logan, aren't you? I feel my cheeks flush, and I cast my eyes up to her, seeing a face riddled with awe. It's both flattering and embarrassing. Yes, I confirm, hoping she doesn't go on to make a big deal of it. You're even more perfect in the flesh. Thank you. I'm so jealous. Your life is perfect. I love you. My smile now is forced. Perfect. Yes, of course it is. She must be 17, if that. She has no idea. No one has any idea about the constant battle to keep my mind focused on my future and not my past. The overbearing father who tries to control my life, or the challenge I face almost daily in London's social scene that's driven by cocaine and champagne. These are private battles that will remain private. Too many of my struggles have already been broadcast to the world and my father. You're very sweet, I strain my sincerity, despite the fact that she is, actually, very sweet. Naive, but sweet.
I have a friend waiting outside, would you mind? I nod to the machine behind her, hoping my subtle hint will snap her out of her starstruck moment. Oh, God, yes! She flies into action, all in a fluster, and has my order ready in record time. Handing my drinks over, her face proud, she leans in a little. I'm going to pay for these. Then I can say I bought Camille Logan a drink. Oh, no, you really shouldn't. I shake my head, point blank refusing to accept her kind gesture. I'm paying for the drinks, but thank you anyway. No! She places them down and steps back, out of reach so my tenor just floats in the middle of us over the counter. She adamantly folds her arms over her chest, a cheeky glint in her eye. I'm not going to win this one with convincing words, so I take the only other option.